On today's episode of Thriving Thursday, let's get steamy. Welcome friends, I'm Tiffany and I'm the creator of this platform, Yogi Doc. I run this show with my real life co-host, Dr. Shaz. And although we're real healthcare providers, we're not yours, so please consult with your own healthcare provider. All information on this podcast is for educational and informative purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice, standard of care, or any kind of provider-client relationship. And since privacy is at the utmost important to us, all personal experience has been altered to protect each individual. Now, let's get thriving! Hello, hello, and welcome to Thriving Thursday. Here today on Thriving Thursday, things are a little different. So it is me, Dr. Tiffany, the occupational therapist, um, and my real life co-host, and so this is why I call him a real life co-host, is because he is out there doing real life things, being an amazing co-host and saving lives and doing awesome stuff. And you know, a doctor's schedule is definitely not the most predictable. So here we are. And I just decided to kind of take this opportunity to share with you guys something that's been going on with me this week and now since um, we have change of plans and things have gotten changed up for today and we're just thriving along with it. But um, I actually have never been a big gym goer. I would do a workout at home if I would start working out or even like a yoga session. I have done like those Pilates reformer classes where you use like a pass and you go to like a boutique place and you do a class like that. Um, but I can't say that I've been a big gym goer. And I'd say when I've tried it years ago, you know, I always felt like there's like there's creepers at the gym and just I just try to stay away from people and just not deal with it. So I, ha- I can say I haven't been a big like gym goer and Shaz has been trying to convince me to go with him to his gym for, I don't know, a couple years now. And I keep saying, well, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm not gonna go and you know, between your work schedule and wh- when are we gonna go? doesn't seem like it's worth it for the cost. And so I can do things at home and I'm a big, like I've mentioned before, my cult following and my Peloton. So I, I mean, I can pull up a class on Peloton. What do I need to go to the gym for kind of thing? Well, I have been quite stiff with my inflammation like this past week or so. My friend was in town and she decided like, hey, let's meet up at my gym and go to the steam room. I'm like, all right, sounds kind of fun, actually. Like, catch up with friends, go to the steam room, right? What could go wrong? Um, Nothing, obviously. Nothing went wrong. It was really great to catch up. We went into the sauna and the steam room, and I came home afterwards, and I I didn't notice at first that my inflammation pain kind of felt a little bit better, and I was just a little bit more mobile, a little bit more flexible until I bent down to go pick up something. And I was like, whoa, like, felt like I was in my early 20s again. Wow, like that just left me with so many questions. I mean, we know as therapists, like heat therapy is really good for you and a lot of different aspects, like 
for muscle recovery and things like that. So yeah, I thought about the sauna for things like after a strenuous workout, after lifting weights, but I've never really thought about it for my inflammation. And so that kind of got me looking into a little bit longer. So this week's episode of Thriving Thursday is just gonna be kind of like a brief overload about like the different types of saunas and steam rooms and kind of how it can help with benefits and like any kind of tips that you know for you to go check it out if you'd like to so um and on top of my inflammation pain like kind of feeling a little bit better as well like that night i'm gonna be honest i was out i slept so hard and like not just hard but good all right so after the sauna and my inflammation was feeling better and my sleep had showed some improvement like almost immediately I wanted to know like what is the best time to be doing this and what kind is the best kind because like of course then I went and googled it and there's like different types of saunas you have the wood burning sauna and you have the electrically heated sauna and then there's like an infrared sauna and then the steam room which is like the wet version so like the other three are more dry um I mean you're still gonna sweat in it but it's dry heat where like uh, the steam room provides like humidity and stuff. So it's like a little more, more moist. Um, so don't go if you've just got eyelash extensions, maybe wait right before your next appointment. <laughs> just a side note tip. But um, yeah, I, I wanted to know like which would be better for my joint relief, inflammation, like stress relief. And I even read a ton about it being good for your acne. Now, I never really had a ton of acne growing up, but I had more so in my 20s and like later 20s, I would say. And it's like a little bit here and there and especially around that time of the month. But um, I was interested to like read how it improves acne. So the oils that are produced by our skin cells, um, that oil is the primary influencer of the formation of acne. And so they had done a couple of research. This research article that I came across had mentioned that the participants in their study at the end of their trial um, showed positive effects with the use of sonic specifically on reducing that oil that causes acne and also helping to balance the skin's pH, which is great all around especially since like you know I've been looking into that whole like aging situation and like how my pores are going and like you know you want to take care of this acne before it, it turns into divots and scars or or something later on in life you know just part of healthy aging and it seems like saunas and steam room specifically like that's what I enjoy the most so I, I focus a lot of my research on that as well but to age gracefully we gotta find that you know key to the fountain of youth so the first thing I asked when I came home was like you know what are the differences between the dry and the moist heat um, and the humidity heat what which one's better what time of day to use them how to go about you know kind of making it more routine in my day if I kind of know how best to use it and get like the most out of that time and so 
you know, saunas specifically, because I split them into like dry heat. So I included like the wood burning and the electric um, heated and the infrared version. And I kind of like stuck them in the dry heat category. And usually a lot of those are like from hot rocks or closed stove. And I know that they have rocks at the gym that I go to. So there's like a, well, I just started two days ago. So fancy now, but um, they have the dry sauna with the rocks and then they have the steam. And so usually the dry saunas are kept like around 160 to 220 degrees Fahrenheit. That is very hot, but it feels so good. It really does. And um, you know, this isn't something that's like a hot hip new trend. I mean, the traditions of sauna goes back 2,500 years even. And while some saunas may help you relax and like loosen your muscles, it wouldn't be the same as like a lot of the health benefits from the steam room since like the steam room's unique health benefits is like the humidity version of it. And so I grew up in Florida. And so moving out to the desert has been a real not so treat. <laughs> I, I don't got a good word for it. It's not been a treat. I have been used to that moist air and like my skin feeling so soft and out here everything is dry and I have a humidifier in my house. It, it, it's definitely a change. So I, I personally found the steam room to be quite amazing. It was such a good feeling. I mean, you definitely drip sweat everywhere and you're wet from the moisture in the air as well, but it is such a good feeling for me. Um, so the steam rooms are typically like they have a generator and it's filled with like boiling water and, and, and like you push a button before you walk in and it steam everywhere, you know, and it's typically kept a little bit cooler at 110 to 120 degrees Fahrenheit. And so, like I had said, these traditions go back quite far. And so like the ancient Greeks and Romans regularly used steam bathing and hot springs. Uh, see, I told you it goes way back. And indigenous people also are known to have used steam and sweating as health practices. So they're well aware of the health benefits prior to us even discussing it today. And a lot of these research studies that have been done recently, um, it's Still, like, you know, I found it very beneficial. It's obviously popular still here in the United States, but it's also extremely popular in Finland. And so now that, like, we kind of have an understanding of the differences, then I was like, all right, well, what is it good for, right? That was, like, the next thing I was asking. So, like, specifically saunas. And like I said, I, I, I tried to split the wet and the seam room in a separate kind of category when I was looking up information, specifically sauna rooms had so many benefits all, all across the board. There were so many to cover on top of like, you know, what you notice off the surface, like, right? So you're sweating, you're relaxing your muscles, you're eliminating some toxins um, that are built up in your body. Um, you could burn calories in it. Um, like I mentioned that you can have younger looking skin. These are like on the surface kind of stuff. You can have younger looking skin. And then on top of that, there's like so many underlining benefits. For example, like the reduction of stress and depression. So there were some studies that linked participants who had showed positive effects of using a sauna during their treatment and showed a significant reduction in depression when they followed up six weeks later. I think that like caught my attention for sure. And you know, we know that it helps relax muscles 
but soothing different types of pains, not just from like injuries or arthritis or even fibromyalgia. Some of the studies that we looked at showed that the sauna group participants had a slightly better pain reduction. So some of the studies we looked at showed that the controlled sauna group participants showed better pain reduction and had a better return to work rate. So, you know, the pain overall can be from a multitude of areas. So it's not just about relaxing our, our muscles, but we're like relaxing our mind by reducing our stress and our depression. We're releasing our toxins, we're burning calories. You know, it boosts our immune system, which is like, you know, huge right now during COVID. I feel like everybody's trying to find ways and, and what we can do more so to boost our immune system. Like it boosts our immune system. It helps like our wounds heal faster. We already talked about the younger looking skin a little bit as well because of the pores. And I'm just gonna shock you even more so. Oh yeah, and we also talked about the reduction in my inflammation. So that was amazing. There were studies to support that. So I was great to, to know that it wasn't just me. There are studies to support that other participants are having the same benefits as well. But to blow my mind even further was the reduction of dementia and Alzheimer's disease risk. I read a study, a long-term study that followed about 2000 healthy Finnish men. Um, it was like over 20 years and they did regular sauna like use about four to seven times per week, 15 minute sessions, 15 minutes only. Cause you, you know, you don't want to be in there too long. We'll talk about that when we talk, we come to the tips later, but 15 minute sessions for four to seven times a week. And they had a, a 66% reduced risk of dementia and Alzheimer's disease. Like what? And they even had like another group that had only done one sauna session per week that still had benefits, but still like, what? Oh, and just to add some more benefits to going to the sauna, like if you've got chronic uh, tension headaches, guess what? It helps reduce the intensity. Having some asthma or some difficult time breathing, it can help improve that. Make sure you consult your doctor, of course, and you have your inhalers or whatever you need with you, of course um and try things out little at a time but holy cow could you believe that i mean I, it just blew me away with a dementia and alzheimer's um to reduce the risk like that's that's great like of course i want to hop into it even more so and like the steam room provides additional benefits so you have like the humidity that that throws in a different portion of it, you know, promoting your circulation and how it's attached to lowering your blood pressure. So when you're in a steam room, there's a hormone that is released while you're in the steam room that helps lower your blood pressure. So that's part of the reason why you also kind of feel relaxed while you're in there too. Um, and you know, we talked about the reduction of stress and the cortisol, um, and is, that's the hormone that regulates your level of stress right? And how you feel. And that level drops. You can feel more in control, more relaxed. I mean, I don't know, spending a few minutes a day or a few minutes a week overall, like, sounds like it's got a ton of benefits to it for me, you know? 
I mean, I also hear that it clears congestion and stuff, but I definitely don't suggest that, guys, because, like, these are public places. I mean, unless you have a private one in your home. Let's keep our germs to ourselves, maybe. But, yeah, there definitely is that. Like, you can go on that as well. But so many different benefits. Like, I, I gave you all the benefits between the sauna and the steam room. Like, it just piles on and on and on. To me, like, if something has some benefits, I I'm already on board. But when you have this many benefits, it's like, sign me up. And that's exactly what happened. I came home from my time with my friend and I looked at Shaz and I was like, okay, I know you've been asking me to go to the gym and I've been kind of putting it off, but hey, what about signing me up now? Let's do this. And it was like literally done in a couple minutes because he's already signed on. He just had to go on the app and he added me as a member and we moved on from there. But holy cow, I mean, there's just so much. And like, of course, from the therapy point of view, you know, Muscle recovery is very important. Um, with any kind of strenuous, after any kind of injury, I mean, you definitely want to consult your provider. You want to make sure you're not doing anything to injure yourself further. But muscle recovery is important. And after a workout, you, the pain, they say, like that soreness that you feel after a workout, they call it delayed onset muscle soreness. It stands for DOMS. I don't know. So DOMS. I feel like that's weird to say, but the, you know, moist heat is to show like huge effects. And I, you know, I always tell people like at home, like one of the big suggestions that I have as an OT, if anybody needs moist heat and obviously, and you can't get to uh, a steam room at the time, like I always take like a washcloth, get it damp, put it in the microwave for just a few seconds. I mean, a few seconds. And oh, I put it in a Ziploc bag first so that it steams up in the Ziploc bag. And then like I wrap another towel over it so that the Ziploc bag isn't hot going against your skin. But um, that's kind of one way I make some moist heat. And then as it kind of cools off a little bit, I'll, I'll take it out of the Ziploc and put the actual washcloth on. But you know, you just wanna definitely monitor the heat. I used to remember in nursing school back in the day, they used to tell us uh, 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off, 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off. Um, that's like just a rule of thumb. And so I would definitely say as you're starting off, start off smaller, definitely start off smaller and build up. Make sure that you're not getting a ton of redness or skin irritation. Um, and you, you want to make sure it's not too, too hot for your area. Um, but that, those are just some things that you can do for muscle recovery after the gym. But of course, like just with everything in, in life, I mean, there's, there's risks with everything. So definitely consult your doctor, consult your therapist, um, make sure you know what you're getting into before, um, some conditions, um, that might stem some concern about using saunas could be like acute infections or illnesses um if you're somebody who frequently gets dizzy um, has some kind of breathing conditions like i mentioned like it can help improve some lung function and asthma relief but you really need to check with your doctor everybody's very specific on how they're and you don't want to be in there and you can't breathe and you don't have access to like your inhaler or whatever you need like that is just not a good situation so definitely get cleared first um, somebody with heart disease should definitely, you know, review the risks and make sure that they speak to their provider as well. And if you're pregnant, you know, don't do anything that your, your OB doesn't, doesn't want you to do. Definitely, you know, you, you got a couple lives to think about there. Um, somebody with seizures, you definitely don't want to be in any situation where you're too hot without, um, monitoring how you're feeling and what's going on. And I know we talked about how it can help blood pressure, but anybody that's like very, very high blood pressure, very, very low blood pressure, 
you know, definitely get like, you know, a triple double check. If you've ingested any stimulants or tranquilizers, I, and you know what, if you think it's crazy that I have to say that, but I'm saying it, um, or like any other mind-altering drugs, like do not use it right now. Like come down first, guys. Come, come back to reality first. They also, you know, if you have schizophrenia, or like if you know somebody with schizophrenia, maybe consider the risks as well. So those are just a couple conditions to definitely make sure that you're reaching out and speaking to your provider, but everybody should kind of be aware about their own individual health tolerance and what they can handle going into it. Listen to your body when you're there. Don't take too long. I mean, staying in a steam room for more than 15 minutes can definitely dehydrate you. So make sure that you're hydrated before you get there. Um, steam rooms can also have like a host of germs so be very cautious with that I like to wear like shower shoes on the inside I'm not a big fan of going in barefoot at all um, I bring a towel I sit down on a towel so I mean there's ways to get around that there's germs all around us but be cautious of the fact that it is a moist environment for germs um, steam rooms cannot, guys, I cannot stress this enough, cannot treat serious conditions. You still need to be taking, you know, your, your doctor's advice and you still need to be doing your, your treatment. This is just something that, you know, might be able to benefit on top of, you know, might be able to help a little bit. It's more used as a complementary treatment. So definitely make sure that you're considering all of those things. And while they it can raise your heart rate, and make your exercise a little bit more effective. Um, I, I, I would also say steam rooms do not replace exercise as well. So like as much as it does not replace your medical treatment, it also does not replace physical exercise. So make sure you're getting some movement as well. Our bodies need it. And as I've said, like if you're pregnant, immunocompromised, you're recovering from surgery, like uh, any kind of serious conditions, like try to avoid it and Wait till you get the all clear from your doctor for sure. But just a couple tips to think about once you get the, that clear and you're, and you're ready to try it out, you know, something to think about is a typical sauna session is like 15 to 20 minutes long. So, you know, plan for that a little bit. Listen to your body, like I had said. If Don't stay in long enough to get dizzy. You know, don't wait till you begin to feel lightheaded. Um, you want to make sure that you get out safely and that you have a safe after effect, especially like if you're going to like the gym after, to do this, you know, you still got to drive home. We want to make sure that we're safe, like never consume alcohol beforehand because it does make it very dehydrating. Never before, during, or shortly after, just like, let's keep away from it for a little bit. Um, don't go when you're super, super sick and you're just, you know, at your weakest moment that's not going to pull you out of it then you know it might emphasize what's going on we don't know you know make sure that you're you're testing it out first you know don't go in for max heat for i'm going to be in here for 30 minutes when that doesn't make any sense you know start off relatively low heat with some short sessions get used to it um you can increase both your temperature and your time over like we where are you going like right you're gonna come back that you don't have to do it all in one day so you know moderation like little at a time build it build a little bit to it and if you feel dizzy and you have trouble breathing or any kind of tightness on your chest you leave right away walk out like leave the the steam room like the sauna like get out 
Um, and you can definitely, like, I definitely suggest a good way to prepare is, like, at least, like, three hours before. I mean, whenever you can. I mean, I know some people go first thing in the morning, like, right after a workout. So they've only been awake for two hours. But, um, you know, like, three hours before, if possible, drink us, drink water. Drink water before, during, and after your session. Make sure you're hydrated. Uh, I can always tell if I wasn't hydrated enough before I go into anything by I have a headache afterwards and so I like I told you I've I've only been a member for two days and I went the day before with my friends so I've been three days now and I feel absolutely amazing my inflammation feels great my joints feel wonderful I've been sleeping wonderful my skin looks great like I have nothing to complain about it with it but the first day I didn't drink as much water before I went and I did have a headache and I had a headache all day um, so that was not fun, but the last couple days I've, I've drank enough water, I prepared myself a little bit better, and I haven't had that issue. So, you know, get ahead of it, for sure. And like, like I said, like a typical session is like 15 to 20 minutes, but um, just to be, you know, really on top of it with you guys, I just wanted you to know one of the studies that I came across that I found was pretty cool, um, was specifically five times a week, 15 minutes. So. You know, you can just do 15 minutes, right? We all, we all got 15 minutes. And you don't have to do five times a week. It's just, you know, that just showed the most improvement in appetite and pain levels and relaxation and, and decreasing depression in this particular study. And, you know, there's multiple studies that, you know, go on based off of one time a week or three times a week. Um, five times a week, I would say, is probably one of the higher ones that I had seen um, coming off the top of my head right now. But... You know, we don't need to spend all day there. We don't have to give a full session to it. We just add it as like a little bit of a sprinkle to the end of a workout. Um, I know some people use saunas before a workout, but I would say that if you do do that, um, I would suggest more of a dry one before a workout. And that does not replace your warm up. You still need to warm up your body before you work up. Like it helps warm up your muscles, but you still need to warm up some movement got to get those joints flowing some as well don't just hop straight into an exercise thinking oh well I sat in the sauna so that's just a, a little tidbit to consider as well personally I mean if it comes down to like I, I don't really choose between one or the other I, what I've been doing so far is I've been kind of like mixing it up I go into the dry one for like 10-15 minutes come out for a little bit of a break and go into like the steamer for like five keep it kind of short um, I, I kind of mix it up I don't keep it one over the other um, I have heard that steam like this is just from overhearing like other people talking um, I've heard people tell me that the steam feels better for them after cardio while the dry feels better for them after like weightlifting but that I think is gonna be a preference so you know try it out yeah, trial and error a little bit and that's okay and I you know 15 minutes isn't a ton of time but you know what some of us can still get bored I got ADD like crazy so I get it we can still be bored and like some you know you see some people that will take that time as they're like a meditation time or they'll stretch during that time um, journaling is one thing that you can do during that time um, today I brought a book to read for the first time I was that person I can't believe it <laughs> but I bought a book to read and like and you could catch up with friends like how I got there in the first place um you know 
I don't know if I bring a metal pen, like uh, something that, you know, is like more plasticky that's not going to get hot, but bring a pen and paper and work on a to-do list. Uh, I've seen people before like put on face masks, but just know that it's not going to get like dry, dry on there because it'll still be like sweaty. But I've seen people do face masks even. Um, and I wanted to bring in headphones at first because I was like, oh, well, I can listen to music or listen to like a class online that I like to take. And then I thought to myself, no, I don't want to screw up my headphones. So just in case y'all are thinking about doing something like that, they do make sauna proof headphones that can like withstand the heat and such. I would kind of consider that because like, remember these things are like inside our ear and I don't want it to spark. That kind of freaked me out. So I just didn't do it. But that's when I found out that they were sauna proof headphones. So I'm going to have to look into that. And if I find a pair I like, I will go ahead and add it to our Amazon ideas list. But um, for right now, like if you if you want some assistance with where to start with journaling, um, we did do an episode on journaling a couple weeks ago, and we do have on our website the resource um, that you could print out like different templates to get started with journaling. So that's one way you can do it. Um, like I said, you can read favorite books on our Amazon idea list. I've been listing books as we've been coming across some of our favorites on there. And go ahead and definitely follow us at yogidoc.tt on any of our social medias just to kind of see if you can gather some ideas to kick some of the boredom in the sauna. Make sure to sign up for our newsletter for what's up to date, what will be coming up, and you can stay in tune with things. Hit subscribe on the podcast so you'll know when our new episodes are out. And you can check out the website for podcast show notes, our blog, and any resources from today's episode at telethrive.net slash yogidoc. And of course, like that link is in the bio and all the information needed. If you find us on social media, we also have a link tree on there that will guide you to everywhere. So I hope everybody enjoyed having just me. And so I guess that's a wrap on saunas and steam rooms for right now. So definitely check it out comment and send me a message and let me know like what are your experiences have you checked out the sauna and steam room do you have a gym nearby that does it do you have one in your house how how do you do it um i've even heard of the sauna blanket has anybody been using any of the sauna blankets or trying anything like that so definitely hit us up comment let us know send us a message and uh, we look forward to hearing from you it was great hanging out with everybody today thank you Well, friends, thanks for joining us. And if you like what you heard, remember to hit like and subscribe for Thriving Thursdays and Medical Mystery Mondays here at YogiDoc. Also, connect with us on social media at yogidoc.tt. If you'd like to be a guest on our show and check out any of the podcast notes, links, or calendars, check us out at telethrive.net slash podcast. That's T-E-L-A-T-H-R-I-V-E dot net slash podcast. Don't forget to check with your own healthcare provider with any information that you heard on the show. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, we welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections and errors. Until next time, keep thriving!